I am a hip hop artist. I am an advocate. Uh, I work in the jails, the prisons, the military bases. I work just about every single Native American community. Uh, getting ready to launch our fifth uh, hip hop album from Thump Records, Universal Music Group. Very excited about that. But at the same time, we do have a podcast that is on Spotify and Pandora and iHeartRadio. It's called the SOG Crew Bible Study, just the principles, just in case one day, you know, uh, I happen to leave this earth, something to leave my family and friends and children and all our following and those that I mentor, just with biblical principles of morality and just things of, uh, you know, stuff that I've come up with from uh, just my meditations and, uh, and, and, you know what I'm talking about. I'm in your house right now yeah, meditating, yeah. you know, and uh, no TV, no radio, just a time to reflect and really think about some of the issues that are that we're facing. So when it comes to our Bible study, it's a little bit about um, I believe it's biblical, it's political, it's uh, what's going on in the world. And so, you know, just something that I can leave behind uh, for my kids, really. You know? Yeah, that's cool. So hold, I want to back up just a minute and start by saying, Robert, thank you for joining me on the Authentic Action Podcast today and in, uh, in this, for this casual conversation where uh, I look forward to learning more about, about what you're here to do and, and uh, how you got where you are and where you're, where you're heading and, and how you hope to get there. So um, that said... Let's jump back into where you just were and um, tell me one more time the name of your podcast because I want to make sure that I and any listeners uh, get a chance to look into that further. It's the SOG Crew Bible Study and SOG Crew stands for Sons of God. And years ago in my, um, during the hardest trials of life as a young, young man, uh, came up with the name Sons of God and just used that in, as our hip hop. And so we have a following throughout uh, just about every state in the United States, uh, Alaska, Hawaii, um, throughout the United, uh, throughout the uh, United States territories, a big following. So, uh, you know, just something to, to leave behind in case, you know, uh, people need this encouragement during dark hours of life. Yeah, that's cool. We all, there's certainly enough of that lately, huh? I imagine always. So tell me a little of the story of how you got to uh, where you are now, if you don't mind. I, I don't mind it at all. And I thank you, Miss Angel. You are a tremendous blessing and an encouragement. So um, to be here, I feel very comfortable and free. Um, well, years ago, uh, just like every other Mexican-American, Native American uh, young man, uh, didn't have the opportunities in the urban and the rural communities of uh, from California to Arizona. And so, you know, uh, life was difficult for a very long season until we finally figured it out. Uh, you know, I, I had the opportunity to travel uh, throughout the United States as a hip hop artist, uh, visiting schools and churches, visiting uh going into communities and solving the issues and the urban issues of gang violence and, and fighting among law enforcement and different things. And uh, we started doing that. And, and uh, at the same time, we were 
visiting the prisons of Mexico and uh, helping out a lot of the inmates out there. Very crazy situations, visiting the villages of Mexico. Uh, doors of opportunities opened up and we started working with every single Native American community, uh, American Native community of Alaska, uh, just different people. Uh, the opportunities just started opening up, opening up, and we were visiting. People were uh, attracted to our music, attracted to uh, our personality, our character, just the whole group thing, hip hop. And um, where was your home base out of? Sorry to interrupt, but uh, where, where did you grow up mainly or where did that uh, spring from originally? Anaheim, California. And uh, that's my, uh, my domicile. That is my headquarters. That is, uh, uh, that's where I rest my head. That's where I handle my business, kingdom business, family business and everything. So North Orange County, uh, United States of America and the great state of California. So uh, very excited about that, you know, but what, what I was getting at is along the way, we saw where people were losing homes. Mm -hmm. They were losing jobs, uh, not honoring uh, the wildlife and the Endangered Species Act, and they weren't, in, uh, they weren't appreciating the soil. Uh, they were not appreciating the climate or, or, or in our environments, they, uh, the people, just a big old mess everywhere that we went. It was just a, a crazy mess, uh, jobs closing. And so in 2011, while working with the Crow Agency Native American community in the state of Montana, I received a phone call in, in the midst of just music, urban schools, anti-bully programs, working in the Grand Canyon with the kids, puppet shows and all, all kinds of stuff to, to reach the people. I received a call uh, to be a writing candidate in the presidential, uh, as a vice presidential candidate in 2012. And I said, a writing candidate? No, nah, I'm cool with all that, man. Like, uh, I'm too busy. You do it. I was telling the person on the phone, you do it. Yeah. Well, somehow I decided to do it. It was a, at first, it was a writing candidacy. We went to the American Independent Party, a conservative group out of California, went to their convention, and I was received into the general election. Um, so from there, the doors of opportunities opened up because I was the first Mexican-American, second Native American to run for vice president of the United States. So now doors opened up for me to become a, uh, a speaker, a keynote speaker at schools, colleges, everywhere, just for the fact of the inspiration in the urban communities, uh, especially with the, the arts, mm -hmm. you know, the arts. And then now the political, they watched me grow up in the arts as a little kid back in the 80s, breakdancing movement, 90s hip-hop and all of a sudden 2010 11 and 12 are around and everybody's like wow trip out we know this guy right here we grew up with this guy come to our school come to our preschool kindergarten elementary middle school high school college trade schools uh, uh mechanical engineering class schools uh all kinds of uh, computer everybody started opening up the doors you know so uh from there uh i was on the primary ballot in California as a vice presidential candidate against Trump. And so for me, these were just opportunities to learn, learn, grow, learn what the people are passionate about. And in December, 
um, I received a call from a, a colleague of mine from the Jewish community. And the gentleman said, hey, Deb Holland, the congressional uh, congresswoman from Congressional District 1 in, in the Albuquerque, New Mexico area, uh, rumors are that she's going to be confirmed by the Biden administration and there's going to be an open seat. There's a possible chance. Why don't you go out there and learn New Mexico? Mm -hmm. And so at first I was kicking and screaming because I didn't want to leave my wife, man. We've been together since 1996, four kids, homeowners in love, uh, community people. Uh, everybody knows us. You know, I'm signing autographs at Walmart, McDonald's, everywhere mm -hmm. throughout the whole state, you know, just the American dream. And, you know, I decided to come out here. And in January, I made my move to New Mexico uh, to run for Congress. It was a long shot. Uh, actually, my family was like, are you having a midlife crisis? Why are you going to New Mexico? <laughs> you, know, you know, and I'm like, what do you mean? You know, this is the opportunity, like, just to learn, just to, mm -hmm. to be around the New Mexicans, just to be around the agriculture. I grew up as a kid. Uh, my whole entire family on both sides were either fishermen or agricultural uh, in Arizona and California. And I was the baseball player, so I really didn't care. But when you get older, you start realizing, you know what? I should have really cared. I, I missed those memories, you know, of diving into canals and, and, and picking cotton and taking the weeds out of the cotton, you know. So now what I've done is I've been working with the community here as a congressional district one candidate. I'm the writing candidate, Dr. Robert Ornelas. And uh, I volunteered at many farms. Uh, thanks to, I want to I make sure I give my proper thanks, but one of the farms that I've been volunteering at is here in Albuquerque. It's called Chispas Farms. Miss Casey and, and all the farmers, they've opened up the doors so that I could get confirmation uh, when it comes to drip systems, when it comes to the mulch. Uh, I know you've been sending me a lot of information and it's a trip, you know, uh, you've really been educating me. And recently you sent me, um, a, uh, a, a write-up online about uh, the Healthy Soil Act. Uh -huh. And so I'm seeing that on these farms. So I'm currently- You just sent that to me. It's all, you know, it all clicks together so beautifully. Anyway. The I, ecological yeah. system of, you know, even uh, us humans, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't just have to be the earthworms and the little, yeah. and the little roly-polies. We're part of and, it. It's all connected. Yeah, know, it's all of us, you know, so- um, I've been volunteering. Actually, I was there today, so I'm kind of like, I got up early, went out there. Nice. And then I was like, I got to leave early. I got to see Miss Angel and be on her <laughs> podcast show and took a shower real quick. So hey, well, thanks. Know, here, here I am. And But I'm very excited uh, working with the agricultural. And my job is to find uh, how to solve the issues of water, hold people accountable, water management. At the same time, uh, making sure we have good drinking quality water, making sure that the irrigation systems are manageable, making sure people are making their payments. And so I am here now. I'm, I'm like, I'm not the sheriff because I don't want somebody saying, oh, shut the sheriff. <laughs> you know, I am more like a champion. Sing that song. No. <laughs> that so you do too. <laughs> but I'm a champion yeah. like you. Yeah. I'm yeah. a champion. 
No, I admire that about you. I see that. And I love that you're here um, with an open mind, trying to learn and soak up information while you also hold that space for positive change and, you know, and the passion that you have. It's, it's good. It's inspiring. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I learned years ago, irrigation, thanks to the Navajo Nation and the delegates of Israel. I was a young man working on the Navajo Nation in Shiprock, New Mexico, and I heard these uh, irrigation methods, and they were talking about the drip system, and they were talking about all these ways to preserve water, and, and I thought, okay, well, New Mexicans, they can handle that. I'm from California, and then years goes by, and, and, and how they were forewarning us years ago, I looked, and I, I, I'm like, wait a minute, nobody's doing anything. Yeah. And, and so instead of uh, focusing on who's wrong, and who, it's about coming together with an, uh, literally a collaborative effort. Like, I don't need people's endorsement. Just show me and direct me and point me in the right way to, to learn. And, and uh, I've been working uh, thanks to the water authority in the New Mexico area, the uh, middle Rio Grande Conservancy, Conservancy District uh, I've been lately uh, inspired and taught for the last couple of years, thanks to the uh, Pueblo Colorado Conservancy District along the uh, Arkansas River. And uh, just I have many mentors and I consider you a mentor as well because, um, you know, you've been guiding me. Um, you know, you showed me a, a movie that I rented called The, um, the Earth Ship. And garbage warrior was it garbage warrior and uh the airship biotech shirt guy yeah yeah and the reason that i i'm even bringing it up is because when you deal with affordable living and you don't maybe, maybe people don't want to stand in agreement with converting abandoned military bases or whatever to, to house the high population of the homeless whether homeless veterans disabled disabled veterans uh, mental issue, you know, mental illness. Um, but when you hear the story of this gentleman out of the Taos, New Mexico area, and how he came up through trial and error with opportunity to create homes yourself, I thought, wait a minute, this would be possibly if we could get a commission to handle the federal lands of New Mexico, this would be a good opportunity to collaborate with a gentleman like that the reason I'm even saying it is because this is what's going to build self-esteem to the people that are down and low to yeah. help them build it themselves. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And we need we need more than one solution is another thing. You know, like there's not yeah. going to be one oh, no. solution that fits yeah. everything. But I think that kind of solution, like you said, it's low tech. It's accessible to a wide number of people. So that is exciting. That's why I passed it along. I think that kind of thing is exciting. It's not the only thing we need. No, 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 not at all. Something you know. That no, no, we need about. we need uh, uh, affordable living. I mean, we need yeah. to consider uh, yeah. domestic violence. Yeah, like you mm -hmm. mentioned before, we need to address mental health, and yeah, the, the, there's a lot of issues. That and are, I worked and with it all. Connected though is why I you know why I bring them up. I don't think it. Um, I think it's more effective to bring them up together and look for solutions that are more wide scope, like housing is a solution for a lot of those issues. 
all at once or, you know, and good land management where you're not, where you're not just devastating the future of your, of your well, next generation. Like that's important for well, the champion. Well-being. As a champion, I've been, I've championed a lot of programs uh, and I see it as an opportunity to champion uh, these principles of whatever program it, uh, we're working with, but to champion the principles to the younger generation. And that's been my uh, specialty uh, throughout the United States and North America. And that's why the native communities bring us out at the Baskin communities of Alaska. The military bases bring us out, you know, the prisons, federal prisons, state prisons, adolescent treatment centers. Uh, you know, the worst cases bring us out because we know how to collaborate. We, we preach the principles of whatever the agreed program is, and, and we, we have a, a, an amazing method of relating to kids through the hip-hop music. Mm-hmm. Am I, I going to do that as a congressman? More likely not, but the principles of, of a, a collaborative effort and, and working with, you know, here in New Mexico, you have to work not just with the agricultural, you got to work with the the, the Navajos, the Pueblos, the sheriffs, the PD, uh, you know, uh, different, uh, you know, uh, incorporated, unincorporated, you know, mm-hmm. diff- just a whole, uh, the local, the, the county, the state, the federal. Yeah. And, and, to, and, and thank God I've been a liaison since I was a, uh, in my early 20s uh, and a political liaison as well an advocate. So I've, I've been the glue in a lot of different areas. And what I mean by glue is the person that stands in the middle to hold everybody accountable. Mm-hmm. I read the bylaws, Miss Angel. I'm a nerd like that. I, I love reading the constitution, the bylaws, whatever. It, to, it's like reading the Bible or, or your, or your philosophy that the principles, it, that's it. You just stay in, in that lane and you make it sense from there, you know? That's awesome. Um, that's a great segue to my next question, which is, where do you want to get to? Where do you hope to get to? What's your aim from, from where you see yourself right now? Um, well, coming to New Mexico, I, I want my aim and my goal is um, get closer to God, uh, you know, the creator. Um, to be honest with you, and I haven't done this in years because I've been so busy in work and, and solving issues and making music late night four or five in the morning in the recording studio because I had to take the kids to school and put them to bed and, you know, and then go, then go to the studio. Um, but to be honest, to take care of myself, really, you know, and I'm using this time to eat better. Uh, I'm, I'm eating the veggies that I'm working at for, you know, volunteering. Um, uh, I'm doing a lot of like, uh, I'm doing therapy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've been seeing a therapist and our culture, my, you know, my background, they don't see therapists, you know? Yeah. And so I felt that, you know, if there's a possible, I didn't know for sure if I was going to be able to be a candidate for congressional district one, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to come to New Mexico and I'm gonna, I'm going to get a therapist because I've been solving. I go to Chicago and West side Chicago, cause the murders are so high. They bring in, they bring us in to encourage the community, you know, mm-hmm. and, and being in these, these areas where it's so, you know, can be pretty rough and tough. Uh, this is the first time that I'm like, you know what, I'm going to chill out. I'm going to read some books. I'm a, I'm going to look at the colors of Albuquerque. I'm going to go for walks. 
along the Sandia Mountains. I'm going to go for long walks along the Bosque. I'm going to learn how to plant a tree and, and believe for rain. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to like, uh, I'm going to take the weeds out as I'm, as I'm helping these people in their crops and I'm going to take those weeds and instead of throwing them in the trash, I'm going to throw it right there and make it mulch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's exciting for me to hear. Cause I think I've come to the same conclusion. If we can't, we need to heal ourselves. And then, you know, if we each heal ourselves, then we have a chance at healing this greater system you know systemic issue but if if we don't start where we have control then i don't see how you know i think that's our best bet <laughs> so, so it excites me when i hear i don't want to rush I, i'm so used to fast pace la new york yeah. manhattan style you know and uh i need to go back to my roots to summerton arizona country boy jumping into the canal mm -hmm. and just you know and and, and 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 because i'm saying this because we haven't even come out of the pandemic yet. Mm -hmm. And, and so as a 49 year old man, grandfather, um, I want to make sure that I, I stick, I'm studying, getting all this knowledge, Miss Angel, but what good is it if I'm not even around? Yeah. And so I want to make sure that, that, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, uh, friendships, uh, new people that we're bringing in, you know, it's hard to have your old friends, I'm, I'm, I'm from California, you know, I'm from, uh, my roots are Arizona, my origins are along the Colorado river, the great mm -hmm. Cocoa nation. I'm, I'm used to being in a different part of the world and to be out here I, at first it was uncomfortable. I know, I know so many people out here, but because of the pandemic, it's a different angle, Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're moving different, you know? And so, and so now doing politics, you know, it's not, you know, Back in the day, we could do a town hall meeting, go to swap meet, you know, mm -hmm. you know, go wherever and talk to the big crowds. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? Go and plant tomatoes. Yeah, things have changed, and it does seem like the slow death. We have an opportunity to get back in touch with ourselves and spend some time planting tomatoes and trees and, you know, really getting back in touch with the cycles of our bodies and this whole earth, I think is important. I'm you know, yeah. I, I am a devoted uh, Christian man, um, raised, raised Catholic, baptized, first Holy Communion, you know, and, and uh, but I've been a wildlife advocate as well, you know, and, and that's one of my, my personal passions is uh, fighting for the burrows, the mustangs, the wolves, the bears, the badgers, the beaver, you know, Mm -hmm. and 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 standing in the gap and and uh and i say that because biblically there's there's scriptures to back it up so that's my conviction personal conviction mm -hmm. also you have all these by congress signed uh these acts that we're not supposed to molest and hinder quench and obstruct certain animals uh in in in, in federal lands <laughs> you know you got the in uh threatened and endangered the endangered species act so we have to make sure not only the affordable living, uh, not just solving the issues of college students in their debt or the issues of water, uh, but we also have to uh, take care of our environments, man. We have to take care and we got to stand. And, and, um, you know, they've been they've been putting that PZP uh, sterilization on these burrows and mustangs and causing them to have convulsions and seizures so there's things going on there's um 
grazing methods uh, in federal lands that I've been hearing rumors of that I'm not in agreement with because it's very important that we take care of the root. Yeah. You know, and so um, that's my only concern when it comes to federal. If the, uh, you know, if, 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 if DC, if Capitol Hill, it, uh, if they're not handling it, let New Mexicans handle the federal lands. So that way we can preserve the lands for the future generations to come all posterity. And, and that's my belief because it's, it's uh, I'm hearing some very negative grazing methods uh, when it comes to federal lands. Yeah. I'm glad you're bringing that. I'm glad you're bringing that up. I, I have uh, really just one more question than a couple little tidbits. But before I get to that, I, I want to just pause for a minute and acknowledge you for for your courage to, uh, to bring worlds together uh, from your experience. Um, yeah, for bringing so many, you know, things to the table that need to be brought to the table all together. So uh, we need we need you. We need people like you. And I appreciate the work you're doing. So thank you. Thank you. You know, um, I, I, for years since I was a kid, I, I can bring the, uh, the, the gangs together. I could bring uh, different urban communities together, uh, uh, businesses together and ethnic groups together and native communities, indigenous and all these casinos and all. And but then uh, all of a sudden it's like bringing the military and I'm speaking to the Navy, you know. And then, and then in 2012, I got involved in the political. So now it's like dealing with older gentlemen that are, they're constitutionalists, they're left, they're right, they're in the middle, you know, so yeah. finding, finding a way bipartisan and, and, and that's, I'm an independent. I'm, I, 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 you know what? I like it there because I have a lot of all friends mm -hmm. and every, every style and, 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 and every, every color, every shape, every, uh, you know, economic background. And so I like being in the middle. I like being the mediator. I, I like being the liaison um, because, um, and, I, and I like accountability as well. That's one thing that I do like. I love the accountability because it like, you have to study, you have to, you have to know what's right, you know, and stick to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you had to uh, sum up, if you just had one word that you could bring to the table with all that diversity, um, that, you know, that was going to be the, the main folk, can you just instill one word of focus, the vibration of it in, in our minds, what would that one word be if, if something comes to mind? I'm going to tell you because I love you and I honor you. Uh, you've, you've trusted me to stay in your home and that to me, uh, especially in my, uh, Native American indigenous culture custom, you don't just go into somebody's house. It's an honor to go into some, you, you know, God has to allow you into that house. Um, so I'm going to be very honest with you because I trust you and, and it is water. Nice. That, yeah. That's, that's it. One. Water, one word. And, um, you know, if we don't solve these issues, we're going to lose a lot of jobs. We're going to lose a lot of communities. We're going to lose a lot of key industries. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it doesn't do, the great state of New Mexico, any good to, to lower taxes in certain key industries if you can't even manage the, uh, uh, if you can't even manage the infrastructure uh, for these people, I don't care what broadband plan you have, it doesn't do any good if you can't feed people. And, and one of the ancient methods of this area, because they brought the acequias, 
uh, you know, from Spain. I read the history. It came from Middle East. Uh, they brought it here and found that the indigenous, were, the natives were doing it and they helped them to make it better. But one of the principles or one of the keys back then was they wouldn't start a village unless they had a water plan. Yeah. Yeah, that's still supposed to be in the books. And we try, but but as you've probably seen more than me, it's uh, it gets flexed in ways that then leaves people without a long-term sustainable plan for the whole thing. So I agree. That's an, so, so water, so water. I, I, and, I, and I don't say that to to uh, be in agreement with, um, you know, the newspapers that are calling forth a mega drought. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just I, I believe the agricultural community, like yourself as well, uh, well-informed in the, you know, the soil acts, healthy soil acts and all the different acts, the laws, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, like you and the rest of the community in this part of the world, you've already been doing your own research out of your own pocket. Now it's time there's there's fundings for these research and and it's it that's why when I become congressman of the congressional district one I will work with people like you uh, cultures like you I know there's other uh, communities in Española mm -hmm. I want to help them get the funding because they're paying uh, gas money out of their own pocket and so we want to make sure that they get refunded reimbursed uh, on their on, on, on their, you know, research. And we always have to, we have to stay in the research. And so there's funding for champions. I know that the University of New Mexico with their commission, there's fundings for them. Uh, the, the champions have a building that they should have and they should be multiplying daily with numerous champions everywhere and everybody collaborating with ideals, whether they're ancient or modern. And, and, and get back to organic so that way we don't kill the environment from the runoffs. Nice, yeah. So if you could just create like one change effortlessly, like wave a magic wand and the change would be implemented, what would that one change be? Wow, I just... Just the young people that uh, the urgency to raise them up and educate them and to pass on the wisdom of agriculture and so that they can be, uh, you know, take care of themselves mm -hmm. uh, so that they could create jobs that I, I think more programs, you know, community programs with uh, educators, uh, with the advocates, uh, political law enforcement, uh, you know, ethnic, uh, just together just literally together and put all the different left right all whatever beliefs aside on, on the bar bipartisan and to come together just for the kids yeah honestly mm -hmm. and, and 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 give them the tools where they can solve them yeah i agree with you there that is our that is the future right the youth yeah so I have a three wishes question, which is similar to that, but I like to break it down just a little bit more, um, which is if you had three wishes, uh, like um, a being from an another dimension with all the powers that you don't understand said, I, I give you three wishes, but one wish has to be for you personally. And one wish can uh, has to be for the world at large. And then one wish can be whatever for whatever you choose uh could be 
your family or it could be, uh, you know, your specific passion uh, and uh, take your time thinking about it. Cause I know I just sprung that huge question on you. But. Okay. I mean, without thinking about it, I, yeah. I'd have to say uh, that my wife and kids would be here with me, mm -hmm. you know, and that's probably the most difficult, uh, you know, it'll get to your mind, man. You could be mm -hmm. the most strongest person. And, uh, you know, even King David in the Bible, they stole his, his, his wives and his children and his own dudes, his own people were going to kill him for that, you know? And, and, uh, so it, that is the most, it's like being in prison, but yeah. you have to like, uh, be strong. You literally have to be strong and understand that it's, it's not for you. It's, it's for everybody. And that's where I'm at right now. This, this is for, uh, the future of the next person that wants to do what I, I'm doing and maybe they'll do it. Then maybe they'll make it happen, you know, mm -hmm. but I'm just kind of like pushing the way through. Yeah. So would that be your wish for you personally or personally for right now? So, yeah. so you get two more, you get two more wishes. Mm. And then for the world, um, that the spirit of civility would come down uh, on all people, every rank, political to the lowest, uh, just a, a form of respect and civility, uh, you know, to treat others the way we want to be treated. Would, you know, because there's some communities in, even in this country that you can't even drive down the street without them shooting at you. Mm -hmm. uh, so I want to be very honest about that. Um, and so I'm not talking about uh, prejudice. I'm just talking about respect. Um, you know, I know they had civil rights movements in the past uh, and, and we can bring all that up. But I'm talking about modern day civility on the planet where we might not agree with each other but at least we'll hear each other's opinions, mm -hmm. especially Americans. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and the last one, um, you know, my mother, my mother was born in, uh, in, in Mexico. And, and the reason that I bring that up is because she had to be naturalized. And, and I, I don't agree with that because she is a, a daughter of native Americans that, um, they went to war for the United States in World War II and, 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 you know, but when the Snyder Act of 1924, uh, they didn't extend it to the children abroad of, of indigenous, of, uh, of Native uh, American Natives, es Eskimos and uh, Native Alaskans mm -hmm. to our war heroes. And so, to be honest with you, my goal in life, yes, it's to solve water, to help people become first time buyers of homes and, and, you know, to tell the urban communities it's time to pay taxes. You know, my goal in life is to end second class citizenship of Native Americans or American Natives. Uh, and so that way, if my nephews and nieces go to Mexico, Canada, Europe, Italy, wherever, Africa, and their wife has a baby, that that baby would be honored by the United States of America as a first-class citizen and would come without having to deal with the naturalization process. That is my goal to end, eliminate second-class citizenship of American natives. Nice, I like it. So I'll introduce a bill right when I become Congressman that's going to be the first thing that I do, introducing a bill to uh, amend these uh, uh, 
uh, some of these acts that didn't extend to these people. Mm -hmm. That's powerful and needed. Yeah. Good. Well, is there anything else that you that you want to address, bring up, talk about? I just want to thank you for uh, for the information. I want I want to thank you for. Um, we've had conversations at your at your front door. Um, I appreciate you being well rounded, um, being a, a a person that is a visionary towards many things, including the digital world, uh, digital books, uh, podcasting. Uh, you're an environmentalist. Uh, you have a philosophy that um that it's you know you learn by trial and error uh you're you're not prejudiced uh you raised uh, born and raised in the great state of new mexico um you're a mother you're an educator you're uh, um i, I want to say an archaeologist you know you, you're all these different things um and so for me it you know i don't i don't really know what i'm going to get but it's very encouraging and and inspiring because I'm the same way. And these younger people, they are the same way. They're that in internet Google generation. And, but you actually have it by experience. And so I just want you to know that you are a huge asset to me, uh, to our different wide variety of community networks. And, and just, just know that you're on the right path, you know, and it's a tremendous honor and a blessing. Uh, to stay in your home and I forever will wish for peace on your house and I want to be a, a friend of yours, a son to you because I think you're a couple months older than me, you know, <laughs> and so, you know, that makes you uh, an elder to me and so I forever want to be a son to you and I'm a loyal friend and, uh, you know, everything I do, I, I, I'm not perfect, but I, I, I do make a hard effort, strong effort to do things right. And so I just appreciate you very much. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate, I appreciate you. And thank you for saying all that. It's lovely. Uh, it's been a pleasure meeting you and getting to know you a little bit better and talking to you in this interview. Uh, I, I really do appreciate your time and your words and your energy. Um, yeah, I think if there's nothing else that you want to share, I will ask you how people can get a hold of you to help support uh, what yeah. you're doing and connect with you if they're interested in in what you're doing and want to connect further. Just uh, Google uh, Dr. Robert Ornelas, and then you could add SOG crew, S.O.G. crew. I mean, I've been using that since I was young uh very easy to find me you could call me at 714-808-2545 my email is r b r t o r n e l a s at aol.com and um you know just check me out on facebook instagram battle axe sog crew um I'll put some links too in the in the description where okay. that ends up so but uh, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, yeah, I'll send you all my all my links so that yeah. way you guys can get me on uh, Facebook. Uh, check out the music if you want. Um, I'm a writing candidate, so uh, you know I I need your prayers and I need your uh, you to write my name in there, Robert oh, Ornella. So, so tell us exactly what that means. Where where do we write your name? So you so uh, I believe the mail in is taking place. In the next few days or so starting uh, right and then it's uh 
is it through November? I don't know. I I should have the election. The, the election actually is June first. Okay. Uh, two thousand and twenty-one. So, uh, yeah, just write in. Um, I'm a writing candidate, Robert Ornelas, R O B E R T Ornelas. That's O R N E L A S. And I plan to be congressman. I plan to listen to your passions. I plan to work for you. Uh, I've been a um, a servant for all the United States veterans since I was a kid, all my elders, uh, church elders, community advocate elders, uh, educators. I've been, a, I'll carry their briefcase. I'll, I'll clean their houses. I'll, I'll pick up their dog poop, you know, and I, that's what I plan to do for you guys as well as be a public servant and together learn, you know, what we got to do to make things right for the next generation. Excellent. Well, thank you again. It's been a pleasure.